If each of us has promised to encounter trials in this life, that guarantees that those who are married will experience double the amount. Life will throw certain challenges at each of you, but they don't have to come in between you. It's time to go the second mile and having a marriage triumphant through the trials. Travis Agnew, thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 5.41, where he says, if anyone asks you to go one mile, go the second mile as well. And so on this 54th episode, I want to talk to you about the marriage triumphant through trials. So uh, as this week, as a lot of people will be focusing on Valentine's Day and all the wonderful things that um, uh, Hallmark will tell you that you need to do or culture will tell you need to do, uh, this is something more than just what this holiday represents. It's about a marriage that endures through a lot of different trials throughout the years. Um, If you are married or if you're thinking about getting married, uh, one of the things that you'll realize is that each marriage, each union will experience different types of hardships. Uh, you can't really escape it. There's there's no way to escape it. And, and so that, that driving thought is, right, is that there will be things that will come against you as long as they don't come in between you. And so how do you make sure that the things that come against your marriage, uh, that you don't allow it to separate? Now, I'll, I'll say this for those that are single, and before you turn this off, I want you to make sure that you understand this. You need to be considering that if you want to be married, that the person that you're considering dating or getting married to one day, that you've seen how they interact through trials. Have you ever seen what it's like that when they go through hard times, have you seen them exposed to that? Because if not, you could be caught off guard. Have you seen how they interact with challenges or issues that come up uh, unexpected? How do they show Christ-like behavior during it? Uh, And you want to make sure that you've seen that. And for all the married folk that are here, I want to make sure uh, that you would consider that no matter what situation you're going through right now, your marriage is worth fighting for. Uh, It is worth doing whatever you need to to roll up your sleeves and get back to work to really make sure that you are focusing in on the things that God has called you to do in your marriage. This is about uh, the glory of Jesus. This is about the stability of your family. This is about uh, God's representation in the world. Uh, Out of all the illustrations that he could have ever used uh, to tell people how Christ loved the church, he said, look at the way that husbands love their wives. That that marital union should be assigned to us about what it looks like or what it should look like of marital faithfulness is resembling of God's faithfulness to us. And you know what? In our relationship with him, I'm sure that we have brought plenty of the hardship along the way, and yet he has persevered through it all. So what I want to do today is to get you to consider and think through, uh, no matter what stage of marriage you're in or how easy or how difficult it is right now, if hardships are coming or they've just gotten through, how can you persevere and endure through times like these in God's strength? So how can a marriage be triumphant through the trials this life brings? Well, I think you need to understand that if you look at all different types of marriage folks, that the strongest couples are the ones who refuse to allow the hardships that come against their marriage to come in between their marriage. Okay, where none of us are can escape the fact that troubles and hardships and different uh, uh, trials will come against us. Uh, that's going to uh, happen. But what we want to do is that when when those hardships do come, is that we get closer to the Lord and closer to our spouse rather than further from the Lord and further from your spouse. And, and I always think about it this way, that what if there was a way to preview coming trials in a marriage on the wedding day. So before the couple vows to love one another for better or for worse, like what if a news crew from the future would actually provide a teaser clip of what was yet to come in the subsequent decades of that marriage? 
That joyous moment would instantly reek with somber gravity. I mean, some might even run from the altar and utter fear of the upcoming challenges. Um, and we just think about it for a second, that if you could see all the things that maybe you've experienced in the last 15 years of your life. I've been married for a little over 15 years, and there was a lot of things that I, I thought would happen, and there's been a lot of surprises along the way. What if I could have seen on that wedding day, on June 12th, if I could have seen, okay, this is what your next 15 years of life was going to be like. Here are the trials that are awaiting you. Uh, What would that have caused us to do? It definitely would have made us think through our vows a little bit differently when we said for better or for worse to really consider, do we really mean that? Um, the reality is that none of our marriages ever saw the troubles coming. Um, in our naivete, we, we committed that we would be with one another no matter what happened. We would survive it all. No matter what it was, we would survive it. And regardless of what came our way, we would make it together. And then it happened, didn't it? There was something that took place that you didn't see coming. That sickness was unexpected. Uh, that death was unwarned. Uh, that was close to you. The stress was too high. Um, the provision was too low. Um, that prodigal shouldn't have run off, but he did. Uh, and the circumstance wasn't supposed to come near, but unfortunately it came and it came to conquer. And, and you were unexpected and you didn't know what to do. And these unplanned trials never even asked our permission to interrupt our lives. Some of them were within our control, but many of them were not. And the consequences of our hands and the circumstances of our lives It really leveled our stability and forever impacted our relationship with one another. Regardless of how long ago you might have said your vows to one another, your marriage has already endured numerous unexpected trials. And in full disclosure, I hate to say this, but if I'm going to be honest with you, there's more to come. Uh, Maybe even more to come in in, in upcoming days. You can't protect your marriage from experiencing hardships, but you can prepare for them and persevere through them when they take place. When hardships come, you often um, want to discover the source behind them, and I get that. I'm kind of like that. I'm an investigative person. I want to know, why did this happen? Uh, and in this life, it, that information is often difficult to ascertain. You, you might be wondering, is God testing you? It, or maybe, no, it's not God. It's Satan. Is Satan tempting you? Are enemies trying you? Or maybe consequences troubling you? In reality, you may never discover each hardship's origin, which is kind of frustrating for me because I want to know why it's here, right? But you can waste every waking moment of your hurt trying to discover the reason when you should be focusing on your response. I mean, you can think for so long about why this has happened, but honestly, you're wasting precious time to figure out how you need to respond to it. The situation that you're living in right now, it is what it is. You cannot change what has happened in your life. There isn't a rewind button that will let you go backward. And the only way to move forward is to address where you are right now and not where you wish you were. Regardless of the source of your hardship, the response to each situation is the same. You need to remain faithful to God and your spouse. That's all you can do now. If God is testing you, stay faithful. If Satan is tempting you, stay faithful. If enemies are trying you, stay faithful. If consequences are troubling, stay faithful. The presence of hardships is sure than the reasoning for them. And so if you can't find the reasoning for these hardships, you need to be considering, so what do I need to do to react, to respond in a God-honoring way, but also in a way that supports my spouse through these hardships rather than inflicting even more unnecessary pain on them as we endure through them? So how can two different couples experience the same tragedy and handle it so differently? You know, the tragic event that caused one couple to divorce caused the other couple to come out stronger on the other side. While there isn't a simple answer, I've realized something about couples whose marriages stay intact during hardships. They don't allow their own pain to blind them to their spouse's pain. 
Instead of attempting to heal in isolation, they try to bind up the wounds of their partner. Too often do I see people so frustrated, so hurt, uh, that they don't even recognize that their spouse is also hurting in the midst of this hardship. You're not the only one going through pain. And to stay faithful to God during hardships, you need to allow the trial to bring you closer to God rather than further away. So as you hold on to your father in the waves, you, you, it's kind of like, you know, if you think through me, me walking my kids through the ocean, right? You're, you're holding on. Your grasp gets even tighter. Your grasp around God's neck should be tighter the deeper that you go. So if you have questions for him, don't be afraid to ask. Hey, I promise you he's big enough to handle it. When you're overwhelmed with sorrow, uh, Job, he wanted answers in Job 23, 17. David wanted nearness, Psalm 71, 12. John the Baptist wanted clarity, as seen in Matthew eleven three. Paul wanted relief in 2 Corinthians 12, 8. And even Jesus wanted assurance, as seen in Matthew 26, 42. If you've ever desired any of these things, if you've ever desired uh, answers or nearness or clarity or relief or assurance, you're in some pretty outstanding company from a biblical perspective. I honestly believe some hardships are graciously provided in our lives so that we are forced to draw nearer to the only source that can give comfort now and peace for that which is coming of which we are yet unaware. To stay faithful to your spouse during hardships, remember that it is better to endure trials in cooperation with one another rather than in isolation from one another. Don't let sorrow, resentment, or frustration keep you from this gift of a person intended to be a God-given helper. The waters designed to, uh, to quiet your love are incapable of quenching your love, as, as mentioned in Song of Solomon 8-7. So you need to give allowance to one another to be in the pit, but you don't allow one another to stay there either. Your marriage might be going through one of the most challenging seasons right now that you've ever experienced together. It's almost as if you were in an intense battle and you don't know how you're even going to survive. When I've ever watched uh, epic battle sequences in movies, uh, I've always wondered how difficult it would be to maintain a sense of accuracy in the heat of the battle. You know, you just imagine two armies running to the battle line. It is clear which soldier, would you be clear about which soldier is fighting for which battalion? Uh, and as the battle rages on, your frame of reference is continuously challenged. You get turned around and uh, bodies everywhere. And sometimes it's hard to know who's bumping into you if they're on your side or not. And I wonder how often someone backs into an unknown soldier and out of heightened defenses, like takes a swing without the time to see for which side the soldier is fighting. And as the body count rises, the only way to focus your bearings is to raise your gaze upwards and to run to your side. And so what happens in the old days is you would look for your army's banner flying high above you because you know it's a safe place to run. So there's some soldiers who are going to stay back there with the army's banner so you know that in the heat of the battle, you know where to run to. And I think that's probably why Solomon's bride... Um, equated that his love uh, to a banner raised high above her. In Song of Solomon 2.4, it says, He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. So what a wonderful, beautiful, uh, just pivotal line about what maybe you should think about when your marriage is going through hardships. In the chaotic battle of this life, this bride in the, in the Bible understood the safest place to go was under the love of her husband. As the war raged on, she knew where to run. His love was the grounding force. And in times when it was difficult to see who was even on your side, uh, she looked up to what made her confident. He took her to the banqueting house. When chaos surrounded her, she reoriented her perspective by going to the safest place that she knew. That was her husband. So my question is this, are you a safe banner for your spouse? The hardships are going to come against your marriage, but they don't have to come in between your marriage. No matter if you've brought them in or someone else has brought them to your marriage, fight for your marriage by focusing and getting closer to God and also to your spouse during this time. I hope to see you on the second mile.